Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. get this party started i say it's episode 406 of aussie tech heads welcome everyone you might have noticed it's out there it's out in the uh ether but it might it might appear or materialize one day who knows who knows? and jason last week and it just actually didn't make it to the feed but we might release it soon as a like a huge sounds good all right yes well it is yes i'm back i've been away for two weeks but now i'm back so uh let's get into it and tonight we're joined by it's a vicious rumour. I have nothing to do with it. How are we doing, mate? Yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, been crook, been busy, and uh, what else has been going on? Oh, uh, I've been about that, yeah. Been crook, been busy, been flat out, all, all the... All the above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no good. Unlike you, who's been globetrotting. Oh, I wouldn't say globe, but uh, yeah, it's, I've been to the... I went to the US, if you didn't know, if anyone didn't know, and went over to LA, did the Disneyland sort of stuff, and went to... San didn't Diego. even bring me back a set of Mickey ears. How rude. <laughs> oh, look, I'll, I'll draw some up for you. But, you know, <laughs> they're not what they're cracked up to be, I'll tell you. <laughs> they yeah. go squeak, squeak. But uh, yeah, the, um, yeah, San Diego, I mean, the San Francisco, yeah, Alcatraz, and the Golden Gate Bridge. That would have been sweet. Yeah, Alcatraz was I cool. I want to go to Alcatraz. I reckon that'd be awesome. Yeah, it was good. Like, especially when, like, you go on this audio tour, you put your headphones on and, you know, the guy goes, you should be standing in front of the cell 135. And then, you know, you make sure you stand in front of that cell and then he'll tell you a story about it. And they showed you the cell where the guys used the spoons to escape. They showed you the hole in the wall. Oh, yeah. Yep, and showed you the cell where the guard was shot, you know, and all that sort of yep. stuff. So, uh yeah, full of history, and uh, they do night tours. I didn't do a night tour. Thought it might <laughs> yeah, that'd be bit, cool. Yeah, a bit spooky, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just yeah, did the, just the day tour it was it was good. A lot of the island you can't get to; it's all fallen down, but the jail's still there. So it was it interesting and educational at the same time. And uh, yeah, it, San Francisco is really good. I never. I reckon it was all those uh, missiles I fired into it when they were making um, the rock. That's what did it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they had some dude at the end, uh, I think his name was William Baker. He was an ex con from Alcatraz, just there signing book signing his book. <laughs> uh, he was a it wasn't a murderer or anything serious, he was a counterfeiter. And and I read a bit oh, on so all his books were fake, great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I read a bit of uh a, a bit of it on on the wall there and it was like he's been in and out of jail for fifty years and I thought, Oh yeah, good on you. But you know, all old men look pretty, you know, uh harmless. I just looked there and I said, oh, well, I'm not going to buy your book, stuff you. <laughs> <laughs> You've obviously made a lot of money ripping people off and uh, I don't want to be ripped off. <laughs> so, That's it. Yeah, you open his book and it's just blank pages or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's disappearing ink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in the middle, in the in the center file, it just got sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't learn the first time? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've been doing this for 50 years. God, <laughs> truth. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm glad you joined us tonight, Will, because uh, unfortunately I've got a lot of Apple stories. Apple seems to be the the, the news buzz of the week. Yeah, and how they keep breaking and things bend and they're not doing what they're supposed to. Yeah, it's been fantastic news for Apple this week. Yeah, I know. There's been a lot of news <laughs> and most of it's not good. <laughs> That's right. But look, look, let me start off with a uh, Windows 7 story, if I can, uh, just to uh, you know start off on the right foot. Uh, Windows 7 product end of license date the uh, f following windows 7 products will reach end of license on october 31st this year now that's right yeah windows 7 is uh getting on getting old the windows 7 ultimate the home premium and home basic after this date system builders will no longer be able to order windows 7 product from authorized distributors with the exception of windows 7 professional so system builders are permitted to sell through any inventory uh, what's that? System builders are permitted to sell through any inventory. Okay, that's fair enough. And uh, Windows 7 Professional will continue to be available, blah, blah, blah. Windows will give OEMs a minimum of one year's notice of the Windows 7 Professional 
end of license date. So there you go. It's uh, it's happening. And I think there's another quick little story. Look, we might as well, I might as well go on with this now while we're talking about Windows. It's probably the only two uh, non-Apple stories I've got. So I'm glad Will's here to, to balance it out a bit. But uh, we've got here, here uh, let me think. Here we go. Windows 9. That's right. Windows 9. You heard it here. Not first. <laughs> Windows 9 technical review uh, preview launch date has been confirmed. So, yes, it's all it's out and about. Uh, Microsoft will unveil Windows 9 to the press on the 30th of September. That's right. It's only, what, five days away uh, from the recording of this that. show. Good. Yeah, invites have been sent out to members of the media for the San Francisco event. Oh, should have been there. No, uh, you should stay there another week. Yeah, in uh, <laughs> in which Windows Chief Terry Myerson will set out the new direction for Microsoft's uh, Troubled OS. Well, I don't know why it's Troubled, but, you know, people reckon it's Troubled. The company is expected to make a technical preview of Windows 9 available on the day, which will likely be restricted to the press and developers before a full public beta, either later this year or early next year. So um, still no still no word on the, the favoured uh, TechNet reopening which they, they closed down, which is a shame. And there's no word on that reopening. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. It's beta pre- previews that last yeah. six months or something now. That's yeah, I wouldn't mind getting that. Um, it's got to be better than Windows 8. So it's, it's true, though, with with Windows. It's always every second version you, you want to get. So, mm. yeah. Look, I haven't had any trouble since. Well, look, I didn't mind Vista. You had to have a good machine. But Vista wasn't too bad. It was clunky, I suppose. Yeah, but this is coming from the person that likes Windows 8. So there's not I do like Windows 8. I, <laughs> I nearly bought a two-in-one when I was over in the US. But if it wasn't for that darn warranty, I thought <laughs> <laughs> no one would know on you. And rightly so, I suppose. Like you go into the best buys of you know of the world and no one knows what uh, what the international warranty is. And you ring up – I rang up Lenovo and I said, what's the international warranty on these Yoga 2 things? And they go, oh, yeah, you're right. No worries. And then I went, when I went into Best Buy, it made me question that. So I rang Lenovo. Oh, no, no warranty. <laughs> so I rang Lenovo back again. So I hung up and then rang him again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, I don't know. Oh, if you put it online, maybe. We don't know. So I just no, give up. Yeah. If it's an international company, they have to cover the warranty regardless of where it's purchased. That's, just, that's, it. that's the end of it. There is no way around that. That's just the way it works. Well, what happens if the but the the way it was put to me was if the model's not available in Australia, then there's no parts. So then you're screwed anyway. That's well, not if the, if it's available in that country, that's not true. Yeah, but I'm saying if it's not available in Australia, so well, then they ship the parts from the country it's available. They don't have a choice. If it's if if the company is an international company and sells products internationally, mm. um, they have to cover it. I had this problem with um, Pentax. Right. They. Uh, a friend of mine went to Singapore or something and his camera died. So he spent uh, seven grand or something on the brand new Pentax and all the lenses and the case and the whole lot. And um, he got it over here and the, um, the, what was it? The, oh, the auto um, sensor cleaner thing jammed in the middle of the screen. Anyway, he took it back and they said, oh, no, we can't. So he rung Consumer Affairs and they said, no, they have to. They don't have a choice. They're an international company and they um, they have to replace it. Mm. If they don't, let us know and we'll sort it out. So he rang them back and said, you know you have to replace it. They're like, yeah, we know. We just try not to. Oh, okay, right, nice. Yeah, well, <laughs> to give you an idea, look, when up, observations from going over to the US was things were a lot cheaper. I don't know why. Well, everything, food, um, taxis. Computers, everything. why? Because there's no Australian government running the place. That's why. Yeah, I don't know. Look, that's probably that's probably more than that. But it's and the minimum wage is a lot lower, and they rely a lot on tips. But having said mm. that, that's that's still. And I think I think rents are a lot lower. Uh, well, their lifestyle, they don't generally. They live in an apartment building, a kitchenette, maybe where you can make a coffee. Mm. You know, not not a full on kitchen where you're expected to cook. Their lifestyle is eating out and takeaway. That's that's the way it works you don't cook food you go and buy it you can't or you know it will come to you even mm. Macca's home delivers now <laughs> yeah but yeah but look it was uh, say for this Lenovo Yoga 2 or whatever it was I was looking at mm. I think it Lenovo was Lenovo Yoga that'd be tasty yeah it was about uh, 1200 uh, over there and I looked up on the Australian store and it was about 1900 so it's yeah, a pretty big exactly. difference pretty big difference uh, okay yeah. All right, now that's my couple of Windows stories. Now we better look. Oh, I know I have got another little story, but let's let's see what Will's seen through the week. 
What have you hey, got your chomp, uh, chompers into? There's all into? sorts of interesting things. The uh, <coughs> excuse me. Samsung has held their notable notable innovation launch event. Uh, they held on Tuesday night, and it rev- um, they're revealing launch details of a heap of stuff, including the Galaxy Note 4, the Galaxy Note Edge, which is an awesome piece of technology. I really uh, hanging out for that, uh, and the Gear VR, which is basically um, a virtual reality style headset, um, and it's it looks really cool, like. Remember virtual reality was a big thing, what, 15 years ago? It was all yeah. over the place. It was huge. Yep. So this is kind of designed to, to bring that back, um, given that they've already got the technology in a lot of areas for it. Um, you know, it runs with some of the, the planned features like the Note 4 and things like that. Basically, it, it combines the idea um, of virtual well, whether it be Google Cardboard or whether it be some other form of, of headset with, with lenses in it, uh, with uh, screens in it. Um, it actually has a touchpad um, built into on the side of it as well. So you can actually control things rather than just being passive about it. You haven't got to try and get your hands on the device. Um, and interestingly enough, it's actually powered by the Oculus Rift software that they oh, built yeah. for their Oculus Rift. So that's pretty cool. Has a heap of apps and stuff like that. Um, there's not a lot about it at the moment, um, other than the fact it comes with 16 gig um, micro preloaded with some games and some videos and, and things like that. Um, and there's basic games like a 3D ring toss where you've obviously got to throw the rings um, onto poles and stuff like that. Um, so it'll be interesting that they reckon it's going to be about 250 bucks. Yeah, nice. That's which right. is pretty decent price for a, a set of you know VR goggles. Um, and just quickly, obviously, I've talked about the the uh, the Edge and the Note 4. Um, basically, the Edge is going to be similar in size to the, the Note 4, which I think we talked about a couple of weeks ago, except the main difference is the Edge actually has a screen that curls around onto the side of the phone. So if your phone's sitting face down or sitting on a table or something like that, you can actually, it'll actually have information scrolling down mm-hmm. the spine of the phone. Apple, Apple's got one of those curved screens. Yeah, but uh, that theirs wasn't intentional, so that's the difference. <laughs> that's just a bonus. <laughs> more on that, more on that later. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, good stuff. Um, now, look, I've got another look. Just, oh, look, we. But do you want to do some Windows? I've got another Windows story, but I might we might do well, a. I, I, I haven't seen Windows on any of my feeds. What are you like tapped into the Microsoft RSS <laughs> newsletter or something? I'm on the <laughs> I'm on the Bill Gates and uh, Steve Ballmer email list. <laughs> no, just a couple of fun. Look, we'll do this other one. This, this this is a fun one. Before we get into Apple, um, now Steve Ballmer, we all know who he is. He's he stepped down as uh, whoever he was, the CEO of Microsoft recently. Now, he is, believe it or not, he is the person responsible for the blue screen of death. Did you know that? Uh, no, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, he gets, uh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> the screen was prompted by an application that had crashed and gave the user three simple keyboard commands to choose from when it appeared. Hit what, escape. control, alt, and delete. Yeah, hit escape to go back. <laughs> Enter to close the application or punch in a three-key command again, to restart the computer. So according to Microsoft, the message was created during the development of Windows 3.1 when Barmer, who was then the head of the systems division, went to visit the Windows team to find out what they were doing because probably nothing was happening. (laughs) Probably find out, what are these guys doing over here? (laughs) They showed him the Control-Alt-Delete function. There you go, Will. They showed him the (laughs) Control-Alt-Delete function. And uh, which he was impressed with, but he didn't like the wording of the message. So he goes, this is nice, but I don't like the text of that message. It doesn't sound right to me, he said, allegedly. So the engineers challenged him to do a better job, and that's what he came up with. The good old that text on the uh, Windows, uh, I don't know, I, don't think, I think it's well, changed on Windows 8, but, you know, just the... Uh, yeah, it's not a blue screen of death, it's like the purple and the pink and the yellow screen of death. Yeah, he sent, it, he sent the team an email some days later containing what he felt the blue screen of death message should say. When Windows 3.1 appeared, his proposed text message appeared more or less verbatim in the final product. Barmer's words met their demise with the advent of 95, although their ghost lived on slightly modified message through to Windows ME. Well, there you go. Bollocks. Like 95. Like, yeah, so what they're trying to say, 98, XP, mm. and um, 
Vista Windows 7 has never had a blue screen. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, when you when you turned your computer on, you didn't have to wait long to see to see his pros. No. So. <laughs> I wish they had got rid of the, given kept the options for escape or enter, though. Would you like to keep working? Yeah, okay. <laughs> that would be much better than, oh, Restart. well, I've got two options. I can kick the computer and press the button on there, or I can, oh, hang on, control it. It doesn't actually work because the computer's completely locked up. Hmm. But hang <laughs> on. You, do you want to who's responsible for the control or delete? I didn't realise he wrote the blue screen, though. <laughs> do you want to just push escape and go back to work? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. it. And, yeah, yeah, and just, it works. Oh, there's an error, <laughs> but we can work around it. Would you like to do that? Or do you want to restart everything and lose what you're working on? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just going to restart everything. Thanks. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy <laughs> days, eh? Back in the early days of Windows 3.1. Uh, okay, uh, look, Will, I know we're going to get a lot of... Um, a lot of comments from you from Apple Stories. So if you, I know, look, there hasn't uh, been. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> there hasn't been a show for two weeks, but uh, we're not going to go through the whole Apple launch and whatever. We all know what's happened. No, we actually, we actually. If you go to, uh, I'll make sure Glenn. It's currently private. I'll make sure Glenn sets it to public, and we'll put it on YouTube. Last week we actually did cover the launch, and we did cover. Um, quite comprehensive. We did about half an hour on the iPhone and, and various products of that. Right. So okay. watch and all that. So we will actually set a public one. Go back to last week. It's not really a full episode. It's just me and, and Warlock, but we do give you some valuable information in there. So go and check it out. All right. So we will. I'll put it. Yeah, I will put it on the feed. I will put it on the feed. So it'll come through as episode four hundred five. And it will, uh, but it'll just pop in, I don't know, whenever, <laughs> after this one. <laughs> You'll just see it one day. It'll just be there, 405. You go, ooh, nice. So be look, look on the lookout. Ooh, I've got two episodes this week, lucky me. Yeah, but be on the lookout <laughs> for 405 because it'll be slotted in to the to the line. You know, It won't be like 406, 407, 408, 409, 410, 405. It'll be in its proper place. So you have to keep a little bird's eye view out. Yeah, well, okay. That's going to confuse us more than them, I think. Probably. <laughs> I don't even know what what I just said. Now, uh, now yes, yeah, so, okay, so Apple's launched the watch, two iPhones, uh, iOS 8. Now, there was a iOS 8.1 released, an update released last night or the night before. It's been pulled uh, because mm-hmm. there's issues. Because it was broken, yeah. <laughs> it was. It's, it's disgraceful, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, the as, as it appears on the Apple support form, the iPad Air, iPad Mini with Retina display, iPhone 5 and 5S, and the newly released 6 and 6 Plus were all affected. Apple has pulled iOS 8.1 following reports. We have received reports of an issue with 8.01 update. We are investigating, so blah, blah, blah. They've pulled it. But it was... Um, yeah, it basically turned your ex- really expensive iPhone 6 into a Gen 1 iPad. iPod. iPod. <laughs> That's right. But there's also complaints around the the Wi-Fi range for significant latency on devices that previously had fast connections, speeds dropping yeah. despite a strong Wi-Fi signal or losing connection altogether. There was battery issues. Yeah, so uh, the fingerprint the fingerprint sc- scanner stopped working or started giving miss miss um, yeah. misreads. So what are they doing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, well, what would this happen when Jobs was around? I don't know. <laughs> Um, no, because they would have actually tested their stuff first for you know several months and left their phone in a bar. Yeah, it's it's getting a bit like uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that's oh, it's true. Well, that's right. Then maybe they should just you know get these things out in the wild a bit more before they start just releasing. Yeah, that's them what it comes ma- down on to. Mass. Apple still thinks that they control everything. The problem is they do control everything. That's actually their own problem. Is that they. You know, they say this software is ready to be released. Have you tested it? Well, that guy over in the corner didn't. He didn't have any problems with it. Mm. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's basically what it comes down to. They're actually, by trying to tighten their security and tighten their grip on on their own products, they're actually falling into the trap of closed testing and closed internal work. And Google did the same thing. Google, especially in the early days of Androids, when they're trying to keep it, you know, not hush hush, but they're trying to keep it sort of contained. Um, they did the same thing. Everything was done tested internally, and they mm. had so many problems with it. I'm not just talking, and not just Android. Even if you go back to when um, the search engine was released, and when the talk was released, and when G Plus was released, and when all this stuff was released early on, they started testing it all internally, and it all worked perfectly, of course, because mm, yeah. they're all geeks and, and hackers and how to guys. That's right. As soon as they put it out in the real world, people are like, um, look at Wave. That was a classic example. 
It mm. worked perfectly internally. As soon as it went into the real world, people just stood there and looked at it and went, I have no idea. <laughs> What's going on? That's right. <laughs> the wave was okay. It did get it probably a bit confusing if, it, if you got too many waves going on. And then uh, we all, yeah, ended up waving it goodbye. I mean, and don't forget too, this is on back of on the back of their whole schmozzle the last couple of weeks with username passwords getting borrowed. Mm. Um, so now they've obviously entered their two-factor authentication, which is all fine and dandy. Part of it relied on the pin code, and part of it relied on the fingerprint sensor. So now the fingerprint sensor doesn't work. <laughs> there goes your two-factor authentication for signing <laughs> into anything that belongs to Apple. And 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 the on the. <laughs> I suppose if that's not big enough, like a, an error in iOS. So what did iOS 8 people that updated do? They would have had to have, what, restored? Assuming it didn't break your phone, which is also reports of that happening. Oh, but yeah. having said that, there's also reports, and I was listening to Triple M during the week. Um, she updated to iOS 8 and it bricked her phone. So it's not just 801. iOS 8 wasn't without its faults either. Well, yeah, well, I've updated a 4S and a 5, and I haven't done the iPad yet, but I've had no drama. So... But I didn't do the 8.01, so they pulled it. It was luckily because they pulled it. By the time there was issues found, it was our night time, so not too many people yeah, were affected. It was, it was only a few hundred thousand people that had downloaded it by that point. Mm. But I suppose, like one of the <laughs> other, the like if you, you're saying to yourself, "Oh, that's pretty bad. That's pretty big. That's massive." But if that wasn't big enough, will the iPhone 6 Plus is just bending like rubber bands? Uh, I'm sorry. Let's make a really, really thin piece of aluminium. Let's throw some glass in front of it, and we'll call that structurally sound, shall we? <laughs> yeah, it's your own bloody fault. So now we've got Bendgate, uh, as the issue has already been dubbed on the social media sites. It is a reminder of 2010's Antenna Gate when that iPhone 4 problem was reported. Yep, with you're holding it wrong. That's yeah, all it is. People are holding their phone wrong. That's the only problem. Well, what do you want to put you in your pocket it right anyway? Bend. But how, but I like how it says here uh, the situation might be particularly troubling. This is the Going back to the bend, the bendy phone, the situation might be particularly troubling for those who wear skinny jeans. What are skinny jeans? Tight jeans. You right. know, things that you and I wear, but unintentionally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the rest uh, of the world has to buy theirs. Ours just come that way naturally. <laughs> according to reports, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Your pants are too tight for your phone. There you Basically, go. Basically, stick it in your back pocket. And because it's, okay, as you can see, like it's a bit hard to see on this shot here, but um, this is obviously a plastic phone and it won't bend because plastic is structurally sound in this scale. The back's solid and the front solid plastic, which is actually glued to the phone. The weakest points on any phone are going to be where the case that it's thinnest. In this case, it's going to be where the volume control, I don't think you see that, but there's a volume control on one side, power control on the other side, or maybe where the headphones go in there. The way this phone's designed is it won't bend. I can... I can reef on that and it's not going to bend. It, it won't bend. It will go from being one piece to snapping in half. Um, and if I put that in my back pocket, I know it's there because it doesn't bend. It sticks into me. The iPhone being really thin aluminium, m keeping in mind that not only is it thin aluminium, it's milled. And so where all those points are, where there's almost where the charge point goes, where there's almost no metal at all, that's the only structure in that phone because the back plate doesn't have any structure in it because it's a piece of you know, quarter mil thick aluminium. So there's no strength there. So, and given that it's a glass front, not plastic front, like, mm. you know, they, it's all glass. It doesn't have the plastic polymer in it. They didn't use, um, they didn't use, uh, what do they call it? Rhino glass, or whatever it was called. Yeah, um, Gorilla glass. Gorilla glass. They used this new breed of technology that's not supposed to break, even though <laughs> that guy on, from Perth disproved that. Um, as soon as, as soon as it gets any pressure at all, it's going to find the weakest point. The weakest point is going to be where the control buttons are and it's just going to bend and the thing is because it bends so easily you're not even going to be aware of it until you pull it out and try to use the thing what's the solution will don't make your phones out of aluminium no no for the people like there's been like uh look what's the look what's the, the what's other option is don't carry your phone in your back pocket which you should never do anyway because it's the easiest pocket to be pickpocketed from mm. well what about you have to get a skin for it Get a plastic skin. Won't help. There's no. It's, it's not a unibody at that point. That that'll just peel off. The you can see in those photos you showed before where the screen's actually delaminating from the aluminium. You put a case on it, nothing's going to happen. The case is just going to flex around the frame. The only solution is to not bend it, which means don't carry it in your back pocket. Mm. Um, 
Well, I don't know, carry my phone. I don't want to sit on it, so I don't carry no, it in my well, back pocket. Well, that's the thing, and that's the thing I don't get. You see it, especially with teenagers, they put the phone in their back pocket. I don't know why. You're going to sit on it, which is going to cause problems, or you're going to sit down on something, you're gonna, it's going to fall out of your back pocket, or it's going to jam on something, say sitting at a bus shelter, and you try to stand up, it's going to hit the back of the thing and jam mm. on there on the way up anyway. And it's the easiest pocket to be pickpocketed from. So there's no, it's the same as people who carry wallets in their back pocket, other than the fact it's going to mess your back up for your entire life by doing it. It's the worst place you can carry it. Yeah, there's a good Seinfeld episode about uh, wallets being too big for mm. for your own good. Yeah, now the <laughs> iPhone, <laughs> the iPhone six sales have apparently uh, the terminology has been used shattered past records. I wouldn't call it shattered, but anyway, uh, Apple said Monday that it sold more than ten million iPhone six devices during opening weekend. Breaking last year's 5S and 5C opening weekend record of 9 million. So they've got 10 million potential bricks out there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're going to snap in too. There'll be 20 million. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Double your money. The iPhone 6 uh, went on sale on f- last Friday. Uh, was it last Friday? I think so. Uh, Friday, yeah. Something that like that. Right. Yeah. But one of the Fridays in September <laughs> with consumers. Some, at some point in the previous history. Yeah, so we're running in line for hours. Here we go again. And thousands even camping out on sidewalks Thursday night as the doors open to the Apple stores. Like, you're serious. You're kidding me. <laughs> what you are you guys the, doing? Did you see the, that poor guy from Perth? Have you seen the YouTube clip of that? No. Is that the guy that got kicked out of the line or something? He. Hey. Is that the guy that got kicked out of the line? No. He did the whole, the whole, I think it was seven or nine years was there in interviewing him. He was one of the first people into the story. All excited, he comes out, opens the box up and you know how they're clipped into the plastic casings in the box? Yeah. Yeah, well, he's grabbed the, put his finger under the phone like that to try and get it out. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's flicked and it's just come out of the casing and hit the ground. <laughs> oh, it didn't smash. Yeah, it smashed. Oh, no. No, <laughs> and no, no. Of, of course, Apple said, well, tough. And the news reporter basically went, oh, that's too bad, and continued on. <laughs> so hang on. Oh, no. You owe me a new phone. It wouldn't have happened if you weren't there. Yeah, <laughs> if I wasn't well, being interviewed and being matter, asked to show it? it off. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> poor, poor bastard. That's no good so, at all. So, yeah, that was um, It's on YouTube if you want to go watch I think it's actually, if I open up YouTube now, I think it's actually one of the leading... Leading, so yeah, it is. It's right the, on the right on the homepage of YouTube. But the Perth man smashes iPhone. Now the only comfort would be, Will, please tell me, for for his own sake, is he the owner of the video? To get no, that'd no. be the news report, the news it's, channel, it's the news channel, <laughs> oh, no. so he can't even get the fifteen million views. Oh that's on it. no, <laughs> no, no, the poor bloke. I feel sorry. Who are you? Give me a ring. If if that was you. Or you an YouTube, email. You don't, know my, lot, you don't know my phone number, so you can't ring me. But give me an email. <laughs> uh, yeah, so look, for those of you who don't know, we do do the show live on Thursday nights. And uh, look, daylight savings coming up. It's going to be. I all, know, that's still no excuse for it being so bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all going to be <laughs> messed around. There's going to be an hour lag. You know, I'll ask Eric how he's going, and he'll say good in about an hour or so. So, you know, we'll try and work around all that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so Thursday nights at uh, aussietechheads.com.au forward slash live. Also, the Facebook at facebook.com forward slash aussietechheads. Uh, look, we try and put up some Android and iOS free apps of the day. When we can and when they're suitable. Some days and some days days in a row, there's nothing suitable. It's all rubbish. But Are those, yeah, actually speaking of free apps, um, keep keep ad libbing news reminding me of a story I'll I'll try and find while you're talking. All right. So yeah, that's the Facebook and oh look, the radio. Come and join us. The radio has been restarted onto a different server, which means uh, that you probably have to research it in your shoutcast. Uh, favorites or in Shoutcast app, and something I came across was there's no Shoutcast app anymore for iOS. So that's disturbing. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's very. No, dis- it'd be part of the Apple Radio, or whatever it's called. That is it. Wouldn't survive. Yeah. Well, there's no. You know, but, Shoutcast had an app. Well, the, that's not no longer. That's that. But we should still be able to watch it, listen to it straight from the uh, web page anyway. Yeah, you can. But if you need it on your phone or whatever, there are apps out there that do do Shoutcast uh, streams. So you get yourself a Shoutcast streaming app. Tune in radio. I think that might do Shoutcast. That'll find yeah, it anyway. It That's what I use on my phone. Yeah, but anyway, if you want to get uh, some instructions on what to do, just go to aussietechradio.com. 
And uh, yeah, just research for it just for us because the the stream has changed server, and some of you might not be able to go. Oh, what's happened to the stream? It's gone. It's uh, finished. But no, it hasn't. It's just relocated. And also the paper, Aussie Techheads dot. No, what is it? Yeah, AussieTechheads.com.au <laughs> forward slash paper twice daily. A couple of great See, two, two weeks off and that's it, you're done. I know, I am done. Fried, brain fried. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it was hot over in LA, I tell you. We're, we're through a heat wave. Thank, thank goodness I went in the heat wave. <laughs> it was like, uh, oh, 40 degrees. It was hot. And no humidity, yeah. Yeah, that was the only saving grace, I suppose. It was, Although it was very, very hot, uh, there was just no humidity. So it was totally bearable. Which which mm. was really good. I liked. Yeah, I liked. And I, I actually watched a bit of the keynote for the first time. Uh, wasn't in my pajamas, so that yeah, was good. say it would have been like lunchtime, wasn't it? Nine o'clock on the on oh, the west. Yeah, breakfast show. Yeah, I know it was great. Yeah, so I uh, tuned in, and uh, I was not sure where I watched. I didn't watch it from the Apple side. I think I might have watched it through Leo. When Leo I watched was. a couple of bits and pieces of it, it was like I don't know. Midnight or two o'clock or something here. Yeah, it's, it's early. It's it's too too much for me in the morning. But uh, yeah. But anyway, let's get uh, back to. Oh, let's leave Ben Gate away. Oh, here's one up. <laughs> Will here's, here's one right up. Will's uh, alley. Now let me get you the, leave my alley out of this. Oh, you love this alley. <laughs> Do you realise, Will, that a one hundred ninety nine dollars will buy you an eight point Windows eight point one tablet at Target. Yes. One hundred ninety nine dollars will buy you a Windows eight point one tablet. No, but here's here's, here's <laughs> where here's where you come. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we're back uh, now. We just had a little break because the just to appease the the people who like to watch us on uh, YouTube, the video. I'm still using yes, VidBlaster. I'm still using the old antiquated technology, but uh, and it stopped recording, so I had to restart it. And you know, blah blah blah. So let's hope it'll record for another thirty minutes to uh, do this show out, so we don't have to do. Little breaky again. All right, now Will was telling us about free stuff. Uh, now I'm not sure how much or where the video stopped, but uh, Will's telling us about free stuff. So take it away, William. Uh, yeah. So basically, Amazon. Um, it's an Australian only sp- Amazon Australia, which is quite weird that we get given free stuff. But um, yeah, you can go to the Amazon Australian website, which is funnily enough Amazon.com.au, um, and apps for Android. So if you're an iPhone, tough luck and sucked in. Um, basically, there's $165 worth of um, worth of apps that are available for free. I don't know how long this is going to last. It's currently up at the moment um, and it has been since I noticed it this morning. But there's everything from Office Suite, there's Swipe Keyboard, um, even games like Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, there's some um, internet printer options um sketchbook there's some photo apps like paper cam paper camera oh paper camera is very cool i've got to get that because that's an awesome awesome app um there's air harps and there's yeah all sorts of schedulers and oh i'm there with air harps so anything with air harps yeah. in it i've got i'm there <laughs> keep <laughs> me know, away. Right? try and keep me away <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so basically um i pretty much just need to Go to Amazon.com.au or you can install the app on your phone, either way, the Amazon app. But, yeah, so it's, there's approximately $165 worth of stuff there for free. Um, so it's worth going and getting as much of that as you can because once you've got it for free, you've always got it. You never have to worry about it. So even if you uninstall it again, you don't have to worry about it again. So mm. Mm, Good. Now, have you finished with that story? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess okay. So. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I don't know. At abrupt at Enley, I got distracted. I was only shiny. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've got a uh, a link that's been sent in from a a uh, live, a live, what do we call the live people? A live lounger. Monaro man. <laughs> a human? <laughs> yeah, a, a human. A, a live <laughs> human we have. Actual human being. An yeah. actual human that actually listens uh, to the live show. He sent us in a link. Now, I'm going to try and uh, play this for you. It's a YouTube link. And uh, look, just quickly, because I know this is primarily audio. Um, Kind of what we covered before, but yeah. heard today. And then the next most requested device, this one right here. Oh, this goes for 10 minutes. He's going to, hang on, let's get to the the chase. Here, and I'm going to push on the the, the part that actually bends, yeah, which would be the iPhone. We shall see. (laughs) So this is, is this the iPhone? That's not. No. I don't think. That doesn't bend. That's like the HCC one. Well, it's bending, but it's really pretty hard. No, he's not going to bend okay. that. 
But okay, so I guess at the end of the day, yeah, we we're not going to get. He's got he's got about four phones in front of him. That was the you iPhone will hear like then. a little bit of glue there comes loose near the screen. What's this you one? You can hear that, but that's the one. That's the one. No, he's going to save the iPhone till last. I would okay. imagine. As of right, Hang on, so we'll just pop along till the end. Here we go. That's an apple. I put the same amount of force and had. Very Regardless, but anyway, I don't know. Nothing. It goes for too long. But anyway, he's um. Yeah, he was doing the bed test. So if you go to the Facebook page, facebook.com for those Aussie tickets, there's a link being put up there uh, by one of our listeners, Carl, and he's putting up the iPhone bendy test. So check that one out. Uh, cool. Um, all right. Now, OneDrive, the 300, oh, 300 gig. OneDrive lures iPhone 6 users with 300, with oh, 30, 30 gig offer. Jeez, yeah. my eyes test, 300 gig. Okay, so let me find a graphic for that. Oh, did I do a graphic for that one? Might have. Is that one in? No. Yeah, that's it. The 30 gig offer isn't as straightforward as it might first appear. <laughs> Rather than giving users the full storage capacity users they wish, it's split 50-50. So what you've got is you've got your 15 gig base where you upload anything you want and 15 gig camera roll binder. So you've got to uh, say to your iPhone, you've got to use the OneDrive as your upload camera thingy, upload your photos to it, you know, sync your photos to your thing and you get 15 extra gig for it. The announcement was aimed squarely at recruiting new users who have purchased an iPhone 6. Uh, for users getting ready to install, I would say this means you won't have to need blah, 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 stuff, stuff, stuff. All right, so I'll get, you get the idea. So OneDrive, 30 gig offer. Fucking <laughs> story then. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you want to read that story, if you're interested in more of it, the bits, because, you know, I skipped over a little bit there. But if, you, if you're if you interested, uh, go show notes. So, okay, it's aussietechheads.com.au. I don't know. It's not forward slash show notes. Maybe no, I should no, make that you. one. But, it's a, yeah, but anyway, get, follow the links to show it notes. It should be. It will be. You better get on that tonight, and by tomorrow morning, that link will work. Yeah, it's probably a good idea, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> probably is it's, it's not a stupid idea. Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, look, this has probably been my last Apple story. Then we can get – well, I will hear from you. What else have you got? Um, I've got a couple others. I need to do a quick uh, – this is something I don't normally do. Um, my brother-in-law, uh, he has just had a, a uh, email from the State Library of Queensland. He's had a bird blog for quite a while. You can go to QLD Birder, so queenslandbirder.blogspot.com.au and he, every, he does his travel around Australia and every time he sees a photo, he uploads it, puts some information there. It's really neat. But he actually just got a, a um, message from the, from the State Library of Queensland Stating basically, they want to build a comprehensive collection of publications, um, and you know, with their documentary heritage and the future and stuff like that. And basically, they want to add his website to uh, the Pandora, which is the Australian archive, archiving for historical documents and things yeah, like right. that. Nice. So, um, so yeah. So I have to just say, shout out to uh, to John for that. He did a really good job. But yeah, if you go to Queensland Birder qldbirder.blogspot.com.au is absolutely fantastic. So you, like, there's some amazing... Hey? How do you spell that birder? Is that B-I-R-D-E-R? B-I-R-D-E-R. So Queen's QLD Birder. Yep. Dot blogspot. Yep. Dot com. Dot com.au. He might even for, I might even fork out for his birthday and buy him a dot com.au of all of his own. Oh. <laughs> now that he's got national re or Queensland recognition from the State Library. Oh, you but yeah, go and, go and check the site out even if you're not interested in birds. And I'm not particularly interested in birds but Man, some of these photos he comes up with. Like, there's a magpie goose. I didn't know there was such thing as a magpie goose. And it looks like a goose, or it looks like a magpie, and it's the size of a goose. Wow. So <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Queensland birder. That's it. Where's his, where do you, how do you get in the pictures? Just scroll down. Scroll, scrolling down. Oh, yeah? There and there's go. information on them, and, and he talks about them and where they are and everything and stuff like that. So he takes yeah. these photos? He's, he's he takes these photos. He's got just a pretty much bog-standard point-and-shoot with a like a 30-by optical lens or something. It's like a Pentax point-and-shoot. Yeah, nice. It's not even a digital SLR, no special lenses. I know he is looking at buying a proper one, but because they travel, it's very... He, he did have a good one that got damaged in the travelling, so he just started using that one and... Hmm. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I don't know, I don't understand this scam, but I, I, I'm going to call it a scam because it happened three times while I was on the one street while I was in San Francisco <laughs> and just walking along, minding my own business, as you do in a, in a, in a foreign place, and, uh, and, and 
the shopkeeper just comes out and starts talking to you and says, come in, you want to show you something for your camera? They're trying to sell you these lenses. Right? Well, this yeah. one lens that fits the still camera, the video camera, does the wide angle, does lets a lot of light in or some crap. And yep. it's only one thing and you don't have to buy all the other heavy things or whatever. So blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it starts off at 1400 and And by the time I walked out the shop, it was down to uh, 300 and I just, I just said, oh, I'm still not interested. I said, you just wasted half an hour of your time and mine. Uh, but, um, yeah, because what happened was Kim engaged him, you see. I normally uh, walk straight yeah, past, you, but, you don't but do that. yeah, Kim engaged. So, anyway, I'll blame it on her. But uh, but what's the scam? <laughs> I don't get the scam. It's, I know it has to be a scam. Well, is that This is the thing going now? They're just trying to sell... It's probably not a scam. It's probably an actual thing that they buy for five cents. Yeah. So it's probably it's probably not a scam in terms of it's it's probably an actual product that they really sell you that probably does most of the stuff they say. Yeah. Well, it does. It did. He showed. I got the full demo and made yeah. me think. I'm going to look up one of these when I come home <laughs> and see. Yeah, how, that's uh, what I mean. What really eBay. Price. The difference is they probably bought a forty foot container of them and paid eleven cents each for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that's only, where the difference is. You know. Yeah, so if you're going over there, just be careful of the of the the lens cap scam. <laughs> it's not as bad as China. It's really not. Now, look, um, here's another one, Will. I know you love ba- uh, um, negative Apple stories, but I can't believe there's so much this week. Just oh, after okay. Okay. the high of the new the, the new the releases, Apple the Apple love affair is finally wearing off, and people are finally realizing that they're actually buying a two year old Samsung. I don't know if that's look. They're still nice little phones, uh, but th- to be honest, I'm not sure if I'm going to go and get one. Uh, look, my five is going okay. That looks. It seemed like the Telstra plans had increased ten bucks. Uh, now, whether or not that's because the phones have increased in value, I haven't really sorted that out. But you know, like I, I can reduce my plan now because I'm out of contract, so that's uh, ten bucks off. I can ju- reduce it another ten bucks a month if I go to a prepaid. So and and get more t- talk and data. So, with Telstra. So, geez, I'm sort of uh, uh, well, I mean, I got, hard. I got the Note 3, which is, let's face it, effectively the the thing anyway. And my plan's still cheaper than the, even one of their cheap iPhone plans. So, yeah. So, what, yeah, what, um, who are you with? Are you with Optus or something? Telstra. Oh, okay, right, right, right. And yeah, then what, I, what? I pay 40 bucks a month for, the, for $500 worth of talk and text. Right. Um, and one and a half gig of data. And I pay $15 for the phone on top of that for yeah. the phone. So I pay, what's that, 55 a month mm. for for one and a half gig plus talk, 500 talk and text. And I, I have another um, one gig data on top of that. But that's. Well, now that 55, that's pretty much uh, just a BYO plan now. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. And and so you, you're, you're on contract, are you? Sorry? You're on contract. Obviously, if you're paying yeah, for yeah. the phone, yeah, okay, yeah. Look, I, I don't uh, know. They do, a, they do an upgrade thing now, where every twelve months they actually send you an email and say, "Hey, it's been twelve months. You want to pay sixty bucks, get out of your contract, and we'll sign you up with a new one on a new phone." Yeah, okay, yeah. Look, I just just thought, I know it's actually what two bucks a week or something. It's just it's just eighty dollars it would cost me a month. I'm just thinking, like oh, eighty dollars against fifty five, and I mm-hmm. just keep my old phone. It doesn't That's bend. Right. No. Yeah, it <laughs> does everything you want to do. Nothing, nothing. It doesn't do anything the new phone does. Maybe do when all, yeah, when all, when everyone starts accepting payments with the new phone and all that sort of stuff. Maybe when all the the new features start coming, you know, online and 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 more prevalent in the society. Maybe then that's a that's a time I might think about it. But um, oh, hang on. By well, the time Apple introduces all that, they'll be like, you know, what it'll be old news then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look, there's no, there's no. No worries. I'm not going to ditch the ditch the phone or anything. I, I I like the Apple Apple ones, but we've got a the problem. The biggest problem with Apple is they haven't actually innovated since Steve Jobs left. All they've done is basically follow in the footsteps of what other companies have done. Waited to see if it's worked. Once it's worked, they've gone, "Oh, that'll be our next release," and then they've got the hype back about that excitement that everybody else has already done. There's nothing new or special about their devices. There hasn't been since about the iPhone two. There's nothing unique or that you could you can't find anywhere else the phones aren't better they're not more reliable they haven't got better battery life they're not more stable they don't have less problems they're not less prone to viruses there's nothing about them that makes them different except they've got a different operating system on them and that's are you saying physically what what are you saying is worse both physically the physically and 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 
uh, intangibly the software Eff- effectively using things. old technology I, I basically I mean effectively they're, they're using old technology that they're putting a new face on it and calling hey look what we've just developed that's not true mm. the stuff they've used has already been on the market for the most part and but even I, now with the new phones the cameras are lower spec the screens are lower spec the battery life's less expected than than in most other phones on the market currently but I think so, where it probably wins is just it just integrates well with it, everything. Well, in the Apple ecosystem, I think if you've got an works. Apple ecosystem, that's correct. If you use a Mac or you know, Apple PC, if you use iTunes, you know, yeah, great. If you don't, there's absolutely no reason for you to have one. Mm. I mean, I, I there's a lot of people in the last three or four months that I've spoken to, and I'm talking lots, like hundreds of people who are switching from iPhones to whether it be Samsung, whether it be HTC, whether it be whatever. You know, well, look, I'm, I'm, no, not, I'm not. I'm not specifically big nutting Samsung over everybody else either, because they're not without their faults as well. But in terms of comparing apples to Androids, um, <laughs> it seems that a lot of people seem to be they're, 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 they're sick of of the whole problem. You know, the, the Apple infrastructure. They're sick of the updates wiping all their files, and they're sick of iTunes crashing and them losing every their yeah, sync stuff. I've never had any of that though. Like I've been, I've been happy with it. Look, the net, since I'm off contract. The only thing, oh, look, I, I would, sorry, but I'd never probably go back to another Android phone. But I, I'd look, I, I'd, I'd be more likely to dabble with a Windows phone. Um, well, that's something else too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the new Windows phones aren't horrible. I mean, they're not. Once again, they're not breaking any records, but they're priced at that. Mm. They're priced and and they're designed with that in mind. You know, they're not expecting somebody to fork out a thousand dollars for a new. Yeah, you know, for a new thing. Because I'm like, going to buy, because I want to buy like pretty soon, like a two-in-one laptop. So tablet, with, yeah. yeah, Windows PC laptop two-in-one thing. So I don't know, but look, I'm happy with my five. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to upgrade, but um, but look, another another uh, negative Nelly story. <laughs> this is this is a bit of a thing. Like you, you, you know, you can please most of the people most of the time, but you can't please all the people all the time, sort of thing, because. Who doesn't want stuff for free? So Apple gives away the U2 album for free and then it blows up in their <laughs> face. I, I don't get this one. I just don't get it. If you don't like it, well, don't search for it and play it. <laughs> just push it aside or something. But So what happened was Apple made the uh, or has given U2's latest album for free if you've got an iPhone and it's free in your iTunes library. It just automatically appears. So you don't even have to download mm. it. They're just there. And people get going crazy about it. Oh, uh, I, I don't understand it. It's like, well, hang on. Okay, fine. Go and buy it. <laughs> yeah, like some users had complained about the fact that Songs of Innocence, which is the name of the uh, uh, record or the, the album, <laughs> geez, record, uh, had automatically <laughs> been downloaded to their devices without their permission. Oh, go and have a cry. Hang on. Give me the phone. Let me, I'll call yeah, you as a wambulance. <laughs> Hang on, it's coming. It's on its way. Yeah, I, send I a box I, of tissues. I mean, is this going back to when Windows ninety five came with uh, Weezer and uh, and that sort of stuff? Like, as as you know, default music or in the in the my videos folder. You know, like really, it's what? What's an album? Three hundred meg, maybe. Oh, I don't. Yeah, it has not <laughs> been immediately obvious to many of the account holders how to delete the tracks. Oh, seriously. <laughs> But anyway, it's um. It's well, that's our phone for you. If it was Android, you go click delete. <laughs> so obviously, it's way too complicated. Maybe they shouldn't have done it. Maybe they should have, you know, you know, just left it for the Android users. I don't know. Oh look, but was anyway, it was actually only for it was only for the six, wasn't it? It was only for the, was it the latest iOS update? Yeah, well, I got it on mine, and I got okay, the, the latest update. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I kind of get what they're saying. Like, oh. I kind of understand saying you you have the ability to forcefully install something on my device. Having said that, has anybody actually read the terms and conditions in the EULA? <laughs> like, yeah, but I suppose... But they have the ability to install stuff in exactly the same way they have the ability to pull stuff, like they did a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, I can't think what it was, but there was a major cry out when they pulled something that wasn't supposed to be on there in the first place. Flappy Bird. You reached inside my phone and you did this and you didn't have my permission. But I mean, like, seriously, like all they've got to say is, like, yeah, it was part of the iOS update or whatever. It's part of... Uh, who cares? Like, yeah. yeah. But anyway... Uh, Although, having said that, when the update was 5 gig or whatever it was, I kind of understand why people were complaining that there's an extra 300 meg that doesn't need to be there. 
So anyway, they've set Apple. It's, it's forced Apple to set up a uh, iTunes.com forward slash SOI for songs of innocence hyphen remove. <laughs> Users who remove the album and do not download it again before 13th of October will be charged for the 11 tracks if they subsequently Good. try to download them again. Sucked in. You deserve that. Here, we're giving you free stuff. Oh, you don't want it? No worries. You can pay for it next time. That's perfectly le- legit. Yeah, Good it's, on that's out of control. <laughs> Some people need to give themselves an uppercut. Fair oh, dinkum. Go out the back and give yourselves one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else is happening, Will? And if you don't come around here, I'll do it for you. That's right. I'll give you two. <laughs> Call. Wake up. Said, what else is happening? <laughs> All righty. Um, a couple in the uh, in the HCC realm. HCC has just begun testing um, what is basically their GoPro competitor. Um, it's supposed to be announced on the October eighth, but they kind of let it slip when they had their uh, they had their thing the other night. Um, taking a picture traditionally meant you're busy behind the camera, but this one more or less. You know the uh, army torches that have the like the right angle head on them, and yeah. you could leave them in your pocket. You could still see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It basically looks like a smaller version of one of those. So it sits in an actual, looks like a, I don't know, from the pictures it's a bit hard to see. It either sits in your pocket or there's a little holder that goes in your pocket and it sits in that. But it basically means that it's completely hands-free and it sits there out of the way. Um, and, it, and it's pretty small. Like it, it's quite small. It's uh, like pen size almost. Um, and yeah, it's supposed to be the the killer, the, the GoPro killer. So... I've seen there's a couple of YouTube videos up there with footage taken from it's fully waterproof and all that sort of stuff. It looks pretty neat. Um, it comes with some other accessories like a neoprene armband, etc., to hold the camera and things like that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see what else it's, you know, what it's actually like in the real world. It's supposed to be priced. It's supposed to be cheaper than the uh, the latest GoPro, which is what's the, the new GoPro Black, whatever it is. I think oh, it's yeah, four fifty or some such. Yeah. So it'll be cheaper than that, but yeah, it could be good. Um, if nothing else, it might make because the last couple of iterations of GoPro have been a bit, and where market leaders will just sort of change the case, the you know, color case, and do a couple of bits and pieces, most like iPhone does, Apple does. Hmm. So this could be good for them to make them step up and go, hey, hang on a minute, um, we need to actually do something. So even if it's not the killer, it may be good for the market. So that could be pretty neat. I'm interested. It obviously integrates very well with Android devices, of course, given that it's made by HTC. So we shall see. Speaking of spending money. Well, before you yeah. do that, because you remind me of something of vital importance. Mm, is, uh, you want people is, to spend money. No, but have you seen a TV show? <laughs> because you uh, mentioned the torch and the army thing, remind me of this TV show uh, on Discovery Channel. Have you seen it? It's called Naked and Afraid. Have you ever seen that? No. Have you, heard, I have. Have you heard of it? No. Well, I don't have well, I have Foxtel, so. Well, I won't go on too much about it, but I'll tell you, if you ever get a chance to see it, just watch an episode. It's pretty, you just be going, oh, no way, no way, no way. It's a man and a woman. They get plucked from wherever they enter the competition. They get whatever. They get dropped into a swamp or into just a, just a whatever, just an inhospitable piece of, of earth somewhere. And mozzies, like snakes, crocodile, whatever. And they're naked. And yeah, they're like a city. Yeah, and they just got to just got to uh, got to survive for twenty eight days, at, like naked, and like they got to get their own food and all this. And they come out, you see them get thinner and thinner and thinner because sometimes they can't find food, they can't find water, they start drinking yeah, water. It's from usually them. that thing that's right in front of you, and you can't even see it. Yeah, yeah. But going up, if you ever get a chance, it just reminded me. It's a great show. I've I've seen a few episodes. It's naked so can I just can I just Google naked and afraid? That's safe, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we won't put, put the screen on that while you're doing it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's not too bad. It's just you're just there going, oh no way, <laughs> no way, you're gonna do that, you're gonna eat that. You're gonna it's like- actually, there's a, it looks like there's a heap of actually on the Discovery Channel on Discovery.com. Looks like there's actually a heap of uh, full length episodes on there, so oh, okay. it might be interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah, so it's that's not too bad. <laughs> All right. Oh, at least they, they give them satchels. They're not completely naked. You lied. No, well, they blur <laughs> it out. Oh, well, I don't know. They look naked. In, in, in this one I'm watching, they've got satchels, like they're carrying satchels and bows and arrows and stuff. Uh, How much work are they going to make for themselves by going, let's make an episode where everyone's naked. Let's put on prime time. Oh, let's blur everything out. <laughs> Seriously, why wouldn't you just go? Of the mm, let's give them like, you know, a couple of bits of 
leaves or something, so we haven't got to blur everything out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I find it interesting that they blur out TV screens on shows. Like, oh, yeah, or well, see, because it's uh, not a paid advertiser, and they're not allowed to do free promotions. So even if there's a Coca-Cola sign in the background, they have to blur it out. If anybody's got the new version, the director's release of um, Grease is a classic example. There's a scene where Sandy and um, where or, or pretty much all of them go into the milk bar. And Sandy's sitting there with the jock, I can't think of his name, but there's a wide-angle shot of the back of the milk bar. And there's a massive, big, what used to be a Coca-Cola banner right across the back. You used to be able to see it clear as day if you've ever seen the original VHS or uh, even the one they, they put in the cinema a few years ago for the anniversary. Big Coca-Cola sign. Well, you watch it on the DVD, it's all blurred out. Yeah, that's not right in a movie. <laughs> that's terrible. That's like, what? That's terrible. But anyway, uh, we, uh, I interrupted you, Will. You were on, you were on a... Going off on another story. Yeah, I was talking about spending money. Yes. Um, you know Plantronics. You know who they are. Headphones. Yeah. yeah. They're mostly known for headphones. They do other stuff, but they're known for headphones. Um, Plants? Actually, are these Plantronics? No. I oh, know. These are my... my uh, what are these ones? Beetroot? Tomatoes? But um, they've just released their Tango. new uh, their new wireless Bluetooth headphones. Now, some of the specs are 60 hours battery life. Um, you can, it'll run 24 hours um, running straight off Bluetooth with noise cancelling enabled or um, 60 hours if you run noise cancelling with headphones running off the batteries. Recharges via U, uh, USB, all that sort of stuff. Batteries are high quality. They'll actually hold their charge for six months. Um, and one thing that's interesting is the class one Bluetooth connection, which means in decent conditions, you can get a hundred meters away from your phone or your computer and still be listening to your music. They've always got the play and stop buttons and everything on the headphones, nice and cushy or foam, you know, available at office works, Telstra shops, Tectico stores, Plantronics retailers, things like that. 600. How much do you reckon they're worth? 600. Half that. 350 bucks. <laughs> That's too much. So really, for noise cancelling, uh, premium quality wireless headphones, that's not horrible. I've seen much worse headphones like those stupid Dr. Dre things. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for twice the price, and they're not even good quality. So mm. um, this also actually has a feature called Open Mic, which is pretty neat. And it's fully adjustable. So if you're in a loud environment, you can crank that right down and basically cancel all the background noise. Or if you're, say, in a you know in a bus or whatever where it's a bit quieter and you want to hear your next station coming up, you can turn that down. So there's still some background noise. So you can still hear what's going on, but your music comes in over top of it as well. Yeah, nice. So that's yeah. pretty neat. But yeah, so look... If you want a good quality set of headphones, skip those stupid Dr. Dre things. Skip all those those hypes that you see because they honestly sound horrible if you've actually listened to them. And I'm not talking MP3s because all MP3s are tinny and compressed. Get a proper studio FLAC or WAV file that's done. At, you know, we're talking uh, a one song in a studio WAV file is like three gig. So that's the sort of file size I'm talking about. You get one of those, you listen to that, and you'll instantly notice a difference in good quality headphones versus bad quality headphones. Yes. Although, having said that, people sit there and listen to their phone that they've recorded something off rage with. So, I mean, <laughs> we're not the audio files we used to be, are we? No, that's, no. We're, no, we're not. We're not. That's right. Because, um, yeah, we're all compressing and trying to get things onto... 16 meg iPods. Well, that's it. I mean, even this podcast is compressed. It's, I'm assuming we're 128 kilobits, which is 100 times less than what the original recording would actually if you recorded in RAW. I think you the know, RAW recording comes out about one and a half gig. Yeah, and then uh -huh. that goes down to, what, 60, 60 meg. meg or so for an episode. That's right, yeah. So, yeah, see, so my, my voices are much, much better than what you Yeah, we hear. actually sound fantastic yeah, in real see, life. You should hear <laughs> us in real life. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Look <laughs> right. at all those tickets. <laughs> now the uh, the BBC. <laughs> this is my last story for tonight. The BBC has uh, stuck their two cents worth into the Australian copyright <laughs> debate uh, of sorts. The BBC's commercial arm, BBC Worldwide, has said that ISPs should do more to combat online piracy. 
Now, they're responding to a review of online policy policy by the Australian government. It said that the ISP should be alert to suspicious behaviour among customers. It has revealed that 13,000 Australians attempted to get hold of illegal copies of the new series of Doctor Who via file-sharing services. I don't understand why, though. Especially Doctor Who. It's on live at four in the morning. Yeah, but if you... Yeah, exactly, that's right. And you can watch it on... Well, you can, can you watch it back on iView? the iPlayer or whatever it is? Yeah, the iView. Yeah. I'm pretty but, sure you can. But the biggest... And this comes back to... Australian internet is so crap that half the time you can't actually watch it. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's like... We've got a set-top box and it supports iView and Rewind and all these other live, you know, channel-sponsored things. 90% of them never work because the internet is so bad or they require some stupid script or they require X amount of memory or they need to do this. Yeah. I've never had any trouble with iView or anything. Or, or no, iView, I have to admit, is one of the better ones. But if you're on like a slow connection, it won't work because mm. it doesn't buffer very well, a I'll lot t- of those ones. I'll tell you what I have problems with, and I have problems with the, the commercial TV catch-ups. I don't know why they're so bad. They're pathetic. They really are absolutely pathetic. <laughs> And, and they put just as many ads in them. Yeah, yeah, but look, sometimes that <laughs> sometimes it just sort of doesn't matter. You just think, well, yeah, but at the end of the day, then if you can't watch it, well, what do you do? You go and you go and do the the, well, the naughty naughty. Speaking of speaking of, uh, have you finished with? I'll just them complaining or I'll just gonna yeah I'll finish up I'm just gonna say uh, the BBC went further blah 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 should give it blah 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 and did you get that yep <laughs> and uh, it said yep, that this cool. includes the use of virtual private networks I don't like that either through the UK allow users to watch iPlay services that are unavailable in Australia oh poor poor them effective and defective <laughs> an effective and decisive action is urgently needed to address the rising tide of online copyright infringement it wrote in a submission uh, there's a pit here where it says. Oh, the guts of it anyway was that what they want is that if you if you're found doing it, then you know you get letters. Or the ISP should be monitoring the, your actions, and if it's found that you're illegally downloading stuff or using VPNs to access uh, content illegally, then they are saying what they should do is your connection should be slowed on each att- on each uh, infringement notice that you receive until you get down to I don't know one k an hour, I suppose. Oh, that's it. Well, they could just find another way of doing it. Hmm. Um, and speaking of torrenting and stuff, Lionsgate, who is responsible for things like the uh, Expendables and the Expendables 3, which has just been released, they're actively taking down the torrents as fast as they're going up. Expendables 3 is officially released in the theatres. Um, basically, it was leaked a month early, the full HD cinema copy. And it's not the only one. There's been a few others that have done it. Hmm. And the only people, according to Lionsgate, who had control over this version of the video was Lionsgate. And yet, miraculously, it was leaked on the internet a month before the show went to air. Um, but anyway, um, so they've, they're pulling, they've even asked Google to clear up their cache. All the kick-ass torrents and lime torrents and all those have all had takedown notices saying, you know, and they obviously they get a complete, they get a takedown notice, they comply, you know. Yeah. It's just a torrent. They don't host it. They just host the torrent file. So That's right. Um, but basically, so Lionsgate is actively doing this and they're threatening to sue everybody who's downloaded it. So that's a good way to, you know, make friends. Um, and, of course, they're blaming the the downward turn on uh, the box office on opening weekend. Uh, they're blaming that on the torrenting. What, from $150 million to $145 million? Yeah, not the fact that it was a bad movie or, or anything <laughs> like that, uh, or the fact they pissed off all their fans. And basically there's a giant blog, and I'm trying to find it at the moment. I, I found it this morning by complete accident. I cannot find it now. But there was one I was reading, and it had, I think it might have been one of the Kick-Ass Torrents takedown notice page. Um, there was something like 500,000 comments saying, I will never watch this movie. There you go, Lionsgate. How do you think about my share now? Basically <laughs> saying, if we had have downloaded it yeah. and we liked the movie, we were going to watch it. But now that we can't see it before we go and watch it, we're just going to wait till it goes to video and somebody else torrents it, then we'll watch it. So you're not going to get any money out of us at all. <laughs> oh, but know. once you watch it, you're not going to go and pay and watch it, are you? Well, what? no, we have. Like, we, There's some movies we've watched and thought, oh, that's a pretty ordinary movie. I'm not going to go and see that. Other ones we've watched and gone like um, uh, Star Trek II and, oh, yeah. um, not, you know, so there's just been some movies that have come out where like, we're watching like, like Red Red, Red 1 and 2, or Expendables 1 is another example. Mm. Um, we've watched them and gone, hey, we're going to go and see that at the cinema because it was such a good movie. 
you know, so there's we actually do that. There's there's movies we'll watch where we'll go to the cinema and and after we've downloaded it and watched it and liked it, we'll go to the cinema and watch it. Yeah. Oh, Whereas if we had never have seen it in the first place, we would never have gone to the cinema to watch it. So they've lost out there. And if we download it, watch it, and it's not that great of a movie, we wouldn't have gone to see it anyway. So they haven't missed out anyway. But, but even the, but even like with video your- companies need to get their yeah. buddy need to get their brains around this concept but even if you want to buy the video on itunes so you want to do the right thing well, uh, that you're not getting a high quality website with an ad file link on it and make 30 cents every time somebody downloads yeah, it but it's not a high quality version anyway as far as i can see i think they're all it's all rubbish. well no you can get some <laughs> there's some 4k torrents floating around now no i mean itunes <laughs> Okay. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you can have high-quality versions. The one that was released was the cinema release. It was the cinema-quality release, the one that got torrented. Yeah, but I'm saying a, you can't high, get high-quality qu- high versions on iTunes if you want to pay for it. No. So that's, that's oh, the, you can. That's right. That's the issue. But what I'm saying is they don't even need to do that. All they need to do is have their own website set up, which they all have anyway, Yeah. host yeah. everything on Mediafire or ad, and have an AdFly link where yeah. they get paid 10 cents or 20 cents per click to download it. And suddenly they've got 20 million people downloading this movie that hasn't cost them anything because they've actually made money off the download. Become, well, they, they just, yeah, become their, cut the, cut the distributor out, cut Universal out or whatever, who the roadshow, whoever the distributor is, save money yeah. on that and, and distribute it through the own website. I mean, if you want to distribute it to the cinema, fine. That's not a problem. You can do yeah. that. But have a second option for, I don't know, people who live in the middle of nowhere, not near mm. a cinema, for example. And have 1K download. Speeds. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna have to. Uh, we'll cut well, that. Do anyway. <laughs> that's inadvertent. <laughs> well, well, that's good. That's good. Anyway, we got to go because uh, we're over time and things have come up, and I want to get out of here before this video stops again. So, <laughs> so all right. Uh, so anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, back into normal programming structure as of uh, this episode. Hopefully, so uh, good stuff. All right, thanks, Will. Thanks for coming in. No worries, mate. And uh, shedding your uh, expertise and and valuable <laughs> <laughs> valuable opinions all over the place. You and me, all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, okay. And uh, thanks for everyone for downloading and enjoying the show. And we hope to be heard by you again next time you download, which hopefully will be automatically in your iTunes account, unless you update to 8.01 and bridge home. <laughs> okay. So we'll see you next time. Okay. Ho- ho- hopefully you listen to this on your iPod. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Bye for now. Ta da. See ya.